0: If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. This is Ed Dollaston and welcome to episode 13 of the IndieCast, your weekly look at Indiana Jones news from around the world. Before we get started, we've got a pretty big Indie birthday to look at. It's the world's most successful movie composer and someone who has helped Indie's already exciting adventures seem that little bit more adventurous. It's the incomparable John Williams who is celebrating his 76th birthday on February the 8th. Happy birthday, John. Dr. John's name. You must understand that this is all strictly confidential. Right? I understand. Every clue he followed. Every discovery he made. These pages are taken from Professor Jones' diary, Your Highness. Archaeology is the search for fact, not truth. In less than a week, next Friday to be exact The 1 minute 43 second trailer for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull Will be hitting theatres with the Spiderwick Chronicles and online soon after Variety reports that the reason for the delay of any footage from the film being released Is that it only recently wrapped So much of the material that would go into the trailer just wasn't ready until now The other reason was that awareness and anticipation is already so high That the producers didn't feel the need to show too much too soon But don't worry, next episode will have a full breakdown yeah. Official picks, of course sponsors of the Forcecast announced their first ever signing with everyone's favorite Indiana Jones and Star Wars actor Harrison Ford who'll be signing an exclusive licensed limited-edition Indiana Jones photograph and one very cool Han Solo image interestingly the Indy 4 photo is a new shot of Indy and has a rather interestingly shaped modified body in the background but I'll get to that later on and it's also limited to just 50 hand number pieces each how much will they cost well they did cost a pretty cool four hundred $39.99 each. I say did because they sold out in just 15 seconds. 15 seconds! There is no doubting the coolness of Harrison Ford. We finally got our first look this week of what would seem to be the artifact that Indy is after in the Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal skull. That is, we did until the studios asked MovieWeb to take down the image. So, for those of you who didn't get to see it, what did it look like? Well, for starters, it was a skull and it was crystal. But it didn't look like the crystal skulls we've seen on Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. No, in fact, I'd say the skull was kind of alien looking. In fact, harrisonfordweb.com have managed to steer clear of the Lucasfilm lawyers and have an image up for view. They have superimposed the photo of the skull of the Indy 4 poster. Is it a fit? Well, let's just say they chose wisely. Still on the Crystal Skull, Harvard Professor of Archaeology and Crystal Skull expert Mark Zender spoke with MTV News about the recently pulled image. Zender said, The dentition, vestigial nose orifice, massive eye cavities, and the dolichosophy put this thing into a very different class of entity. What does that mean in English? Well, he goes on to say, It looks foreign. Really strange. Uh huh. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Speaking of first looks, IndyCast correspondent Mitchell and listener Matt both send in a new pick from an Italian magazine. Of course, while the text is in Italian, you don't need to be fluent to see that Agent Spolko has mutt exactly where she wants him. Check out the IndyCast Flickr page for a closer look. Why does Indy look so cool? Well, a new video on the official Indy website looks at Indy's iconic wardrobe and speaks with director Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford, and his personal costume designer, Bernie Pollack. As always, it's a great watch, so visit it at indianajones.com to check it out. Indiana Jones, Tote and Cairo Swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, new from Kenner. Not how long I've been looking for that? All your life? Dan Curto and the always excellent Cool Toy Review take a visual tour of Indiana Jones collectibles through the ages. Beginning with the vintage Kenner action figure line, you get to see not only all the series of action figures, but the awesome playsets too, which most likely we'll see jazzed up as part of the 2008 range. Visit CoolToyReview.com and make sure you have a good few hours set aside to check it all out. And while you're there, take a look as they showcase the Indiana Jones Lego range, as well as some really cool animations. Skulls and chains usually are fashion choices of pirates or bikey gangs, but Action Figure Insider lets you know that now you too can join in the fun with your own crystal skull keychain. Not content with hanging an alien creature's noggin' from your jeans? Well, you can also get the Ark of the Covenant, Nahachi, the headpiece of Ra, a Sankara stone, Grail Cup, Golden Idol, or a thuggy voodoo doll. At this stage, it seems I'll only be available in Japan. Let's hope they can make it stakeside. I've got a scan up at the Indycast Flickr page. If the Indiana Jones cereal, Pop-Tarts and Dr. Pepper doesn't satisfy your hunger, a helping of Nestle's indie ice cream is a great way to finish your meal. From the box art, the ice cream bars seem to be covered with an orange coating wrapped with a chocolate swirl over a peanut butter flavoured ice cream. Also, the wooden ice cream sticks seem to have some printed indie info on them. Maybe a sign of a competition, perhaps. Let's hope they've got something inside, though. I remember in Australia, they had the uh, Return of the Jedi ice creams and they had Jedi jelly. Sounds like something you extract from a Jedi's bone marrow, but I've got to say, the thing tasted delicious. Thanks to Mitchell for the image, and you can check out that image on the IndyCast Flickr page. I will take the book now. What, what book? book? You have the diary in your pocket. There are pages torn out of this. This book contained a map. Where are these missing pages, this map? We must have these pages back. The Raider.net has revealed the cover of the Indy 4 novelization. It's the Drew Struzan poster artwork, while the junior novelization features Fonzie. I mean Matt, on his bike with a silhouette of Indy in the background. Don't worry, this is kids play. Uh-oh you do now, Indy? I think I turned it on. Indiana Jones, The Video Game. Lego Indiana Jones has a new name. Well, actually a new subtitle. It's called The Original Adventures. Hopefully this will mean we'll see a Lego Crystal Skull edition on the not-too-distant future. Each movie parody will have its own chapter along with 18 levels and many familiar incidents from the movies will be included. However, the action has been toned down somewhat to keep it family-friendly. As a result, Indy won't have to hate Nazis anymore as they will be replaced by generic trench coat wearing baddies. I guess that Lego Hitler autograph level may have to be cut. Regardless, I'm sure this is still going to be a must-have for all indie fans. <laughs> still with Lego Indie, French video game site JeFrance.com has got some great high-res shots of indie in all his Lego glory. Click on the link in the show notes to check them out. In its heyday, the Super Nintendo was the console to have, and Indiana Jones was right in there with a great game called Indiana Jones's Greatest Adventures. The game was a side scroller by the team that did the Super Star Wars series, and like Lego Indie, covers all three Indiana Jones movies. Why am I telling you all this? Well, first of all, I've scanned in the box art for the Flickr page, and secondly, Destructoid.com have got a great retrospective look at this awesome game. Visit the show notes for a link to the article. It's today's mail it has been opened. Dr. Schneider, message from Berlin. I should have mailed it to the Marks. I really appreciate all the emails I've been getting, so thanks so much again for the feedback. First up is an email from John in California. John writes This is John from Irvine, California. I wanted to say that you're doing a great job with the IndieCast. It's cool and entertaining. Here is my indie tale. When I was about six years old, I remember seeing Star Wars Episode 4, and since then I would always watch Star Wars. I remember when I was like 8 years old, when I first saw Raiders. I was born in 1991, making me 17 now. And every time I would watch Raiders at that age, I would call Indy Han Solo. As I progressed in age, I finally called him by his rightful name. I also remember while watching The Last Crusade, me and my little brother acting out the part of the train fight with the lion and the bad dudes. And I always thought it would be the coolest thing to have a scar on Indy's chin, especially how he got the scar. To be truthful though, I've always been a more of a Star Wars fan than an indie fan. But every time I'm sifting through my DVD library and I see the Special Edition DVD Indie Trilogy, I have to watch one of them. But I would have to say that Temple of Doom is my favourite one. I don't know if you already knew this, but in the latest issue, I think it's the latest issue of The Lego Mag, on the cover is a pick of the new indie sets from the previous films. And one of the sets is the motorcycle chase scene in The Last Crusade. And get this, they have a Sean Connery Lego figure for his character of Henry Jones. I would get the set just for that. Well, keep up the good work with the show. I've listened to them all, and I want more. May the idol be with you. Well, thanks, John, for that cool email. I'm sure a lot of us thought Han Solo had somehow made it to planet Earth and took up archaeology. In fact, I'm pretty sure there was a short story or comic where Indy finds the remains of the Millennium Falcon buried in the Earth. And if I'm not going too crazy, I'm I'm 100% sure... Well, maybe, okay... 90% 90% sure that in one of the Star Wars novels, there is a character who is an intergalactic archaeologist who is an anagram of Indiana Jones. No, really, I'm not making this up. If anyone knows, please email me, because I'd, I'd love to know. Thanks so much for the email, John. <coughs> James from Melbourne, and not too far from Indycast headquarters in Geelong, wrote in to say, Hey Ed, just downloaded the new wallpaper. How many people can you see in this pic? I can definitely see him four, maybe five. Take care, James. Well, thanks, James. Now, the photo uh, that James was talking about was a shot of Indy Martin, the Ray Winston character, entering the temple. But if you look closely, there are some extra pairs of legs behind them. I'm pretty sure one is Marion, but who are the rest? I guess we'll have to find out soon. Check out the enlarged shot on the Flickr page and let us know. And now to another James. James sent in a very cool book of him in his indie gear, as well as some excellent sound effects from the indie universe. Thanks so much, James. I'll uh, use them in future episodes. And finally, IndieCast listener Mark sent in another piece of great artwork. I've added it to the IndieCast Flickr page, so check it out and add a comment. I'm sure Mark would love to hear from you. Now, I'd just like to say a huge thank you to Pedro and also his cousin Paulina, who managed to get me an exclusive 7-inch Indiana Jones from Disneyland. Fortunately, I won't be getting to Disneyland for at least another two or three years, so I really appreciate you guys going to the effort to uh, get this and get it to me here down under. The figure itself is fantastic. If you ever get the chance to get one, I can't highly recommend it more. It is wonderful, the detail is fantastic, and I'll have a full review next week. Thank you again, Pedro and Paulina. Now, if you have an indie tale, a new story, or just want to say hi, don't forget you can send me an email at at ed@comicgenius.com, and I'd really love to hear your thoughts on the indie trailer when it debuts next week. Of course, you can also discuss any of the stories you heard today in the dedicated forums at rebelscum.com. Don't forget you can also send in your indie-related photos to me and I'll add them to the IndieCast Flickr page at www.flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash IndieCast. Well, that's it for another week in Indiana Jones News. As always, I'd like to thank Dustin, Dan, Jay, Jimmy Mack, Jason, Pete, and everyone at TheForce.net. This is Ed Dollister telling you to remember... If adventure has a name... It must be Indiana Jones. This podcast is not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or Paramount Pictures and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Indiana Jones site can be found at ww.indianajones.com. Indiana Jones, all names and sounds and any other Indiana Jones-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Force.net LLC unless otherwise indicated.